This season is a little different. We are using tarot cards to lead us through the theme of season three, spiritual evolution in real life. And we want to share this same experience with you by letting tarot lead you in the arc of your own season, whatever that may be. So from now until October 27th, we are inviting you to leave a review for Adventures with Spirit wherever you listen to the podcast. You may be chosen to have a tarot card reading done by both of us. Jessica, what do they have to do? All you have to do is four things. One, write a review. Two, take a screenshot of your review. Three, email us that screenshot at hello at adventureswithspirit.com. And four, join our newsletter over at www.adventureswithspirit.com. If you do those four things, your name will be put in a drawing for us to read your tarot live on Instagram. Andrea, did you know that fours in tarot have to do with structure, stability, and manifestation? Well, Jessica, there is definitely power in the number four, and you can find out what your tarot cards will say with just those four easy steps. We can't wait to see what adventure Spirit has in store for you. You know, what we're walking away from can be so many different things. It can be dreams, intentions that you've held, ideas that you had come up with, belief systems. I think my belief system is being brought into a reshaping currently, uh, ways of being or, or relationships, jobs, all of these things is what you're walking away from if it's no longer supporting you in the way that you need to be supported. Mm, I like the way you phrase that. Normally because of your own growth and evolution. When you have a new opportunity, how do you know whether to say yes or no? I'm Andrea Neville, and I've been taught by spirit that when a new opportunity presents itself, I was guided there. And I'm Jessica Paschke, and I firmly believe that everyone is intuitive. Everyone. In this podcast, we share spiritual adventures. And we invite you to share yours as well. You can submit your experiences or questions to adventureswithspirit.com. We will give you specific tools and practices so you can navigate your journey with more confidence. If you find the answers helpful, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you ready to be adventurous? Welcome, Welcome to, to Adventures, Adventures with, with Spirit. Spirit. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. How you doing today? Hi. <laughs> we're back. We are. Let's weave the thread through because remember, we're doing the arc of the tarot cards. So we started with Leap of Faith. We moved into Strength, which is going with the flow. Mm -hmm. And then we went into the Hanged Man, which is yep. surrender. surrender. The big surrender. Surrender into miracles. We even talked about miracles in that episode. And now here we are. And Jessica, our resident expert, I'll let you take it. So the question that really rises is, what if you surrender and then you discover you have to walk away or leave something? Because the card we're using is the Eight of Cups. And that is all about time to leave. So the Eight of Cups traditionally has a picture of a person. So you'll have eight of cups in front, like eight cups in front of you, a person with their back to the cups walking away. And it looks as if in a lot of cards, they're starting to climb a mountain or having to go up and over. So they're starting a journey, especially, and we're using the modern uh, witch tarot deck. In that one, they've got a pack on and everything. This is going to be a journey. They're ready. They're, they're walking away. The time has come to leave. And this card really talks about 
this ability to sense when something has ended, but before it actually does or before it comes crashing it down. In this card, it's not about the crashing down. That doesn't happen because we're tuning into ourselves. We've surrendered. And remember, surrender talked about connecting, having a really strong connection to ourselves and to the divine in order to surrender. And because of that connection, you know that it's time to leave before it even ends. And so Eight of Cups leads us on to the next step of our journey. Listen, y'all, spiritual evolution is going to unfold in a lot of different ways. Okay. But we ask spirit to sort of touch on sort of those guidepost points, those pivot points, those different choice points that come up during the evolutionary process. Like Andrea said, we talked about the leap of faith. We talked about going with the flow. And then we talk about what happens when we pause and then we lean into surrender. And now spirit is bringing this up to us saying, okay, but now what if you surrender and then you discover you have to walk away from something? You have to let something go. You have to leave something. Because often that does that that can happen after surrender. Don't you think, Andrea? Sometimes it does, like we talked about, where we can grow new things, right? But other Mm -hmm. times we have to walk away. We have to walk away. And, you know, what we're walking away from can be so many different things. It can be dreams, intentions that you've held, ideas that you had come up with, belief systems. I think my belief system is being brought into a reshaping currently, uh, ways of being or, or relationships, jobs, all of these things is what you're walking away from if it's no longer supporting you in the way that you need to be supported. Mm, and like this is that. normally because of your own growth and evolution, right? Because when we think we have to walk away from something because it's no longer in our best interest, whether, you know, again, friendship, anything, it feels so uncomfortable or it just feels bad. It's sad. However, in that lower understandable emotion, if you can realize it can be, oh, I've grown. I'm no longer the same person. I'm evolving. Instead of walking away from this, what am I walking toward? Mm. I like the way you phrase that though, because I think leaving is always easier when you can identify, oh, this is health- unhealthy. This is harmful, but it's not mm-hmm. always, it's not always like that obvious. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is just you've outgrown something and it's time to move on because it feels like you're wearing the wrong clothes. <laughs> like it is. It's like your clothes are too tight. And that's yeah. that's that's challenging. And you know, I think Jessica and I were chatting before we started recording today, and I'm being called to that right now. It would be shifting a way of being that I've known since the day I was born. That's not going to be easy. And it's my choice. Mm -hmm. But it's because I've grown. But wait, here's the choice here. This is what I get to decide. Do I stay where I am in that belief system or way of being just because it's what I've known since the second I was born? Do I stay there? That's fine. Or do I choose to grow from here? So Uh, I walk away from interacting, interfacing, being involved in the same way that I've always been involved, whatever that means. I mean, it doesn't have to be dramatic. Right now is my choice. And let me tell you, it's my choice point. I have to make a decision and be intentional right now. And my next move is going to impact the rest of my journey. Ooh, 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 ooh. No biggie. No biggie. No, yeah, I know it is. It's all good. No problem. Mm. <laughs> Easy peasy. (laughs) That's what the leaving looks like. 
Yes. And that's that's a really great explanation of what leaving a belief looks like or a way of being. I think that applies to that as well. What does leaving look like when it's an intention or a dream? Oh, yeah. Because it looks different, right? Because I was just thinking like, well, what does leaving look like? And I think it looks different for the different kinds of things that you leave (laughs) or you let go of, right? No, for sure. Sometimes it's like a walking away, right? I'm making a different choice. I'm putting my shoes on. I'm getting my walking stick and I'm walking away from that to learn something new or different. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's less walking away as it is letting go of the ship so it can sail off into a different direction, right? Kind of unmooring. And sometimes there is no ship. You're crumbling and you're like, oh, well, this just moved you away from the dream that I always had. Correct. And now I have to revision. Leaving a dream is hard. I remember I had to walk away from one of my very first dreams and it was a choice. So I really love, Andrea, that you brought up that it was a choice. It wasn't forced on me. I chose to walk away into something new and into something different and into the unknown. And isn't that really what evolution is all about is you don't exactly know where you're going. You just know that you have to leave where you are because you have to grow in a different direction. You have to learn something new. You have to expand it always makes me think of those like odysseys and things. You have to go on the journey. You have, there is something, there's an adventure or there's something calling to you and you may not even know what it is, but you're never going to know what it is if you don't leave. If you don't put on your boots mm-hmm. and walk, walk away from what is. And I had to let go of one of those dreams. I had a dream to be a musical theater actor forever. And I realized that dream. That's the cool part. I, I went to school for it. I moved for it. I did it. It was great. And then one day it felt like I was wearing someone else's coat. It just did not fit anymore. But this was my dream. And luckily I got out of my own way. I don't know how I did that because I didn't really have any tools (laughs) at that time. That was just a miracle in itself. Speaking of miracles from last episode, uh, I got out of my own way and I embarked on a completely new adventure. And I walked away from the dream that I always thought. I was going to do for the rest of my life. But when that that dream, I just outgrew that dream. I needed something different. And that was challenging. Well, I was going to say, let's let's talk about the challenge of that. Because for a lot of people, that intention isn't, I'm going to go on a new adventure. I'm going to walk away from this. Sometimes it's nothing is working out. Everything is on fire. I have no direction. I don't have the job that I want or need. I don't have, it's a whole bunch of what feels like a negative happening and happening. And it's very hard in that moment to kind of reshift and reframe and say, all right, (laughs) this is really bad and nothing's working. What do I do now? What is my next step so that I am walking towards something, even though it's because If I stay here, the world is caving in under my feet. That's how I felt when I left New York was the world was caving in under my feet. And if I wanted to (laughs) live a life that actually was in alignment with the intentions of what I wanted out of my life, when I really got down to the the actual intention, I had to, to, to leave. I guess my question, I think leaving is so much harder, though, when you're moving away from something, you're taking action to leave something that's stable, but doesn't fit. How often have you heard that with your clients? Like yes. the job is stable. Right. It's bringing in income. Right. It but matches they don't my like dreams. <laughs> but something, something changed. Yeah, I can say that happened 
I've had that experience as well. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot with people looking to make career shifts mm-hmm. on our in our two to ones and our one on ones. Like it's a stable situation, and you really don't know where you're going. Something feels off, but something feels off, mm-hmm. and you know you have to walk away. You know you have to leave, and that's a hard one. That um, is, or you walk away and you leave because you don't know what else to do. Because correct. everything, right? Everything, it's like, where, where is the problem? Where is the pain point? What is not working? And you're just kind of lashing around trying to find everything. Where's the right key to the right door? Mm-hmm. Right. Or just wanting to know more about who you are. Just wanting to culture a greater self-awareness, right? To, to just just know yourself more. And that means you have to walk away from where you are into something else. We always have conversations before we record these episodes because we love what we do. (laughs) We love talking about this stuff. Actually, that's how the podcast was born. Mm -hmm. It's we were having these conversations anyways, and we just decided to record them. (laughs) You know, essentially, essentially, essentially. Andrea's like, well, they've been after me to start this podcast. And I was like, oh, you want to come along? (laughs) We want to come along. Yeah. But I think you made a really good point when we were chatting about that idea of if everything is stable, nothing crashed. That's what the Eight of Cups is about. Nothing's fallen down yet. Nothing's on fire yet. But you can sort of see like that's inevitable if you stay. Like you know that this wants to end anyway. And you could stay to that very bitter end or that meltdown or that, as we like to call it here in the uh, in the spiritual evolution collective, the tower moment where everything falls down around you, you could stay. Or you can say, this is naturally ending and it's time for me to move on before it gets to that kind of explosive place. And you were saying that you think that getting to the core of your values and beliefs about the situation and what you know to be about yourself is one of the keys to leaving a stable situation and to embarking on that. Do you want to talk a little bit more about how how you do that? Because I, I, I that was really interesting. Well, I don't always do it well. But, um, <laughs> do, I don't think we always do any of this well. I don't, but... <laughs> I don't always do it well. And I am going to give a nod to just kind of a sense of an, a knowing, right? So I do have okay. that. So yours is there I'm working with my intuition. I'm trusting trusting that something is off. I'm trusting that and off may be it's too tight and I need to grow. I need to be repotted. It may be whatever it is, but can I ask one question about that? Yeah, sure. Is your knowing like, is it like a thought or is it like a feeling? Both. Like, how do you know? Because I see it. If I can't see the possibility of where it could go, then I know that I've really got to check back in and relook at things. I think I feel it. And then from my feeling, I know. Like it, So you I may be feeling it for a while. And then you're like, ooh, I'm uncomfortable enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do I know? There you go. What, do I, know about what this? do I know about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know that um, whatever this situation is, and even if this is a, let's just say this is a positive, because often it's, it is a positive. You're growing into something else. So whatever the situation I currently am in, or I'm feeling pulled away from or pulled to, mm-hmm. it's almost kind of getting past the the discomfort of leaving what is already known. Mm-hmm to take off on that journey. And you know what? In that moment, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. You're saying yes to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're saying yes. And I've always said that. That's one of the my things I always say about myself. It's one of the things I will tell you that I appreciate about myself is that when it comes down to it, 
no matter how hard it is, I will say yes. And that is going to take me from here to my grave. And because of that, I'm going to be able to live this life and look back and go, wow, I checked a lot of boxes that other than me being able to say yes, I wouldn't have been able to do. So it can be saying yes to walking away from a situation, a person, a relationship, a pattern, a behavior. I just need to do a little bit more of walking away from for radical acts of self-care. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do some pondering points, shall we? Yeah. So let's let's ponder. Okay, so I'm in this stable situation, but it just feels not quite right. Just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tune into my values. I'm going to look mm-hmm. at what I believe, what my intentions are, and see how they match up with the situation I'm currently in. And I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. You can do it through journaling. Mm-hmm. Therapy is fantastic for that. I'm yep. huge on therapy. I love therapy. Yep. You know, there's a lot of different ways, but getting clear on believe about or know about myself, you know, val- what do I value? What's important to you? What's important to That's me? It. And does this line up? Or if it lines up right now, is it going to line up coming up here? Because because it may be moving out of alignment and you're starting to pick up on it on those early, early misalignment things. And so really kind of diving in and making space to figure that out. Sometimes you'll need help. Sometimes you can just think it through. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you'll need outside help to do that. You also brought up about saying yes to yourself, which I think is a form of self-love. I see it. Well, thank you. I'm going to take that. Like, thank you for putting it in that framework for me. I see it as courage because, of course, it really requires something that is that is hard for me or I'm afraid of or something like that, something that's a little scary. But it is self-love. It's putting me beyond me first. I'm, I'm making the fears or the doubts or the unknown less important than me. Mm-hmm. So it's about I can love myself and take care of myself mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm moving into a state of thriving rather than staying in something that just is kind of meh. Yeah. Survival, so thriving kind of, to surviving. Yeah. Thriving to thriving. And then saying to yourself, you know, do I love myself to leave this situation? Mm-hmm. Or Am change I, it. These, or change it. Um, another pondering point you can ask yourself is, am I staying out of obligation? Right? Mm. Do I feel like I have to stay or to really just toss it up in the air? Does stay or does staying mean I'm honoring my intentions and loving myself enough to stick it through yes. because I've surrendered to it? Yep. And so you walk away from something else and you stay where you are, ooh la la, let's change the table. My gosh, I've done that so many times <laughs> over and over and over. And because you've surrendered. There are days it doesn't feel like it's worth it. But in this particular situation that I'm thinking of, it's worth it. And my intention is to mm-hmm. is to hold that, to see yeah. it through. And no matter y'all, what. it comes back to, you know, is this in alignment with my values? Is this mm-hmm. in alignment with my intentions? That's the, I didn't say loving everyone around you enough. <laughs> No, most of you are very loving people. That's why you're here. And many of you tend to neglect yourselves. So really, it's about do I love myself enough? And am I honoring my intentions, not Mm -hmm. the intentions that the world has for me, but my own intentions? And if that's the case, then maybe I'm supposed to stick it through. Maybe I'm supposed to stick it. So it's really, yeah. I mean, there's some thinking that happens. This isn't just like you wake up and you leave like, you know, we talk about surrendering and then, you know, then now leaving. But these these are big things. These don't happen overnight. These they're they're building. And the leaving, I just have to draw back to it again, is about self-care and self-love. That's yeah. the point of it. Yeah. 
choosing yeah. yourself. When do you think that leaving shows its toxic side? We can leave because we know that we have to, right? We've surrendered to something and then all of a sudden we are like, ooh, things don't quite fit. And now I think I need to walk away from what I'm doing into something else. But when is it maybe unhealthy or toxic? To leave? To leave. Like where, how could it be used in a way that has more of a shadow side? Because y'all, all of these cards, all of what we're talking about, every episode can be used in a shadow expression. That's life. Fortunately, it's not the first thing you and I think of, but it's no. it's definitely there. Um, the shadow side of leaving could be leaving without fulfilling your responsibilities, leaving Ooh, like avoidance or something. Mm-hmm, avoidance, mm-hmm. Um, compromising others, I think would be a shadow side of it. Using the leaving as a manipulation. And I see that a lot with people. Mm. Yeah, like using it to avoid having to feel something or to avoid a situation that needs to be or dealt to with. control. Yeah, to control. Or to control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is to where control. therapy comes in. I love therapy right? for this reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many times really I say, balance. How about therapy? Right? How about therapy. I, I love therapy. Um, it's really about finding a balance between sort of acknowledging and processing maybe a negative emotion or experience. And balancing that with maintaining a positive spiritual outlook. I, I don't know a better way of saying that. Maybe you can help me rephrase it. No, that that makes sense. And that's what we said earlier. There's something, when we were talking about the hanged man in the last episode, we were talking about the shift of perspective. So this is where you see that come into play. So when you get the sense that it's time to care for yourself, to love yourself, to be a better version of yourself, you are leaving X, whatever that mm-hmm. is. Then are you shifting your perspective on it so that you know why you're leaving so that it is a positive and not a negative so that you're leaving with power Mm. and Mm self-awareness? Not just leaving to avoid. Correct. But but because that is the path forward. Mm -hmm. You know, another form of leaving um, that doesn't look like leaving traditionally, how we think of, is boundaries. Yeah. So I think that's a form of leaving, even that if you stay. <laughs> boundaries and even connections, you know, being in connection with people. You can be, and now we're thinking about situations and relationships, you know, where people disconnect, they stay, but they're not in full connection with you. Mm-hmm. I think that happens naturally for all of us at different times. It's that ebb and flow. Here we are back to that ebb and flow. But then how do we use the strength of flow? Mm-hmm to flow together again so that you are using the eight of cups in an act of Mm self-love. Yeah, no, definitely. And sometimes leaving looks like setting a boundary saying, I'm going to leave the way that I'm operating in this relationship or situation by, by expressing myself, Mm -hmm. by expressing what I need and then telling them what needs to happen and what doesn't need to happen. And then leaving if if that boundary can't be. Mm-hmm. And then everybody has a choice point. And then we're back. We're back to that. That is key. Again, and surrendering is active and it requires trust. Radical self-care is active and it in some ways requires surrender, but it takes a lot more action and it takes trust. And boy, am I seeing exactly where I'm walking myself into my own trap. <laughs> 
I cannot in good faith not do because I'm choosing, I have to perform radical self-care. Oh, that's going to be hard. Leaving makes my breath catch. Uh, When we talk about it, it makes me a little tense. Well, see, the leaving doesn't make me tense. It's the going into what the good of the leaving is. So here, let me just, I'll tell you when I'm talking I love how we're so different. I'm like, oh my gosh, leaving makes me tense. And once I I leave, I'm like, game on. Game on. (laughs) So this is how simple this is, because this has been very esoteric. This is how simple this is. It is no surprise. Everybody knows I have a sugar thing. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. I'm not interested. I have a sugar thing. It beats them all. I have to, in a radical act of self-love and self-care, I would have to leave that completely controlling situation that brings me joy and misery <laughs> at the same time. And it's, move doesn't. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, a, this is a big deal. Like You all might think like, oh, what is she talking about? You have no idea. Really, like this is a really big thing. And I would have to move into then taking the time, the space, the effort to put myself first to, I actually love juicing and fresh juices. I never do that for myself anymore. And that is my goal currently to do bring that back into my life. So I'd have to start doing things like that again, which takes for me longer than most people and then cuts into all of the work that I like to do. Right. You see how it's all trapped up in this little trap. So I love that the idea we're talking about is a rebellious, radical act of caring for yourself. That's how it connects to spiritual evolution. Right. And the leaving is a rebellious, radical act of self-love and self-care. Mm-hmm. That's when it fits into evolution. That That's where you're like, this is it. This is the way forward. It's the only way forward. <laughs> I love myself so much. I have to leave whatever it is I have to leave. And right. however that leaving looks like, whether it's Ooh. setting boundaries or actually leaving, you have to do it. And I think some of the things that hold us back are, you know, fear, like you said, of the unknown. What's going to fill that space? Am I going to be mm-hmm. okay with having that space? Because mm-hmm. there's going to be space. It's not going to be a direct no, there's going to be space. It's going to be like that gap, right? Mind the gap. <laughs> what am I going to do if I don't have a, you're going to laugh, but what am I going to do if I don't have a piece of chocolate after I'm finished working? What would I do? Right. I would panic. People, I would panic. <laughs> and that talks to you that when you leave, it's not just the leaving, making the decision to leave. Then you have to invest the time and the work into shifting the patterns of your life that have maybe created that situation in the first place or just the things that you know to be true and know to be comfortable, you have to figure out a new way of being. So you're not just leaving. Now you're moving into the state of a new way of being. How am I going to move through the world? How do mm-hmm. I need to shift how I move through the world so I can really embrace this opportunity? For sure. And I that can hold some people back too. You well, know, it can. We leave a lot. We move a lot. In, in our lives and I'm leaving places every two to three years. And, and I joke about how I'm the expert of leaving, but every time we leave, I'm dropped into a completely new situation. And not only do I have to figure out like basic things, like where's the grocery store, even though I wish I don't know. So I didn't have to go, you know, where's, where do I find gas? What's my zip code again? But I'm, I'm leaving what I know to be true, something that's stable and we're moving into a new unknown. And there is that that gap of where well, you can't find your groove quite yet. 
I think we dive into this a lot in our classes and things like that. You know, you see this a lot with spiritual awakening. You hear this a lot when you hear the term spiritual awakening. It's we do. often associated with leaving. Well, and that makes me think of um, the people in the spiritual evolution collective. You know, we were diving really deep into that spiritual awakening and the leaving behind because, yeah, you know, the question came up as it as it does for all of us who are walking a different path than perhaps our families, our communities and what we've ever, you know, belief systems. So as you're moving through the spiritual evolution or the spiritual evolution, uh, awakening, I'm sorry, do your family and friends have to be on the same journey with you or believe the same things? I mean, all, all of these questions start coming to mind and my answer is no, but it also impacts the relationships around you. So will you be accepted? Will you not be accepted? Do you share all of your thoughts? Do you keep some of them quiet? Where's the balance in that? And how do you know when to share that? Mm-hmm. This is not a blanket statement. Everyone is unique. But I think sometimes people leave or walk away from their family and friends after a spiritual awakening a little too soon before it settles. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Spiritual awakening make it sound like it's a one-time thing. And I feel like we're constantly <laughs> oh, it's, it's evolving. A, it's, right. It's why all the I like time. evolution better because we're constantly, it's something we constantly do. But mm-hmm. I think when you first start with what people traditionally know as a spiritual awakening, the dust is not settled. Everything's up in the air. It is not a stable situation from mm-hmm. what I can tell. I've, I've never had like a really super traditional one occur to me. And I don't think you've experienced just a traditional, like one day you just wake up and how you hear it talked about out there in social media land. Mine was more subtle than just kind of was ever unfolding. But I think when they happen kind of fast, where where something occurs and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, and everything turns on. And I've, I've seen that with people before it's not a stable situation and so you, you don't want to make to, any big right because you need the time to process is what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah yep when you're saying you leave too soon you're processing but everybody around you has to process too and they may catch up with you if you just give them a hot minute and they may not and then you make that decision but you got to give them a chance to ch- adjust to the new you and the new way you're moving through the world and and let them process that because they're they're like whoa you're a whole different person it's not a bad thing per se, or maybe it's really uncomfortable for them at first, but they might they might catch up with you. I love it when they do. Yeah, I know. I've had that happen more often than not, actually. Mm-hmm. Me too. More often. There's a couple times where I've had to walk away, but more often than not. I'm always pleasantly surprised. And sometimes it's with the people that I'm like, oh my gosh, this it's taking them forever. So maybe this <laughs> isn't, a, you know, maybe this isn't a fit anymore. Correct. And then all of a sudden... They're right there with me. And I think, oh, this is lovely. They're still on my path, right? We still get to journey together. Some we don't and some we do. Would love your thoughts on this, though. How do you walk away in a way that's healthy for everybody involved? Do you have like some thoughts or pointers on that? Because I think there's walking away and then there's walking away in a way that's healthy for everyone. Highest and best, as we say. Yeah. Highest and best. So my first thought goes to, maturity, right? The maturity of being responsible for how you do walk away. So I think walking away without any explanation or just disappearing feels uncomfortable. I know people do that and maybe you have to do that for various reasons and that's fine. But just as a blanket statement, wouldn't it be nice to have some balance in the middle to be able to say, you know, this is my focus now. I care about you, but doing this, doing that, 
it doesn't have to be like a breaking up unless it's a situation where you're breaking up. I didn't say that very well. No, I, I I think the the idea of it is that you're using all your words. That's what I like to say. Yeah, that's you're using that's all maturity. your words. Using all your words, and you're explaining it clearly. You're not ghosting anybody. You're not just dropping it. You're thinking it through. You're doing it intentionally. Intention. We say intention is everything. Um, you're setting that intention that it's for the highest and best of all, and that you're going to follow with actions that support that intention. And and you can't control the reaction to the other people around you or whatever. But if you're walking away from a belief, then you can say, okay, I'm going to set support systems up for myself or pattern, right? Like if you walked away from Sugar Andrea, you would want something ready to go for yourself because you mm-hmm. know that that would be something that was hard to do. Mm-hmm. So what w- you would want a, a little bit of a plan of to what, what am I going to do instead of? Right. Keep apples in the right. house, right? Keep watermelon right. in the house. But where I got... You know, I said the maturity and then I was literally in my head hearing people having to explain to people why they're leaving and not necessarily situations and belief systems. And I thought, well, that can get tricky. So you do. I like the way that you said that, Jessica, because you'd have to decide if it's a conversation with someone, how much you share. There is there is a thing called oversharing. Right? I mean, you can give too much information. 100%. <laughs> and it makes it, you, you don't have to. Awkward. Explain, right. Explain yourself to the point of apologizing for yourself. Correct. Ooh, that's a good one. Sometimes they'll, you know, just say what you need to say or, or don't say there's some people you can't explain to. And then that's where you just give the relationship some space yep. too. You can just start to pull back a little bit in, in ways where you start investing your time. Your intention is I'm going to invest my time more in in this area. So I'm not going to have as much time in this area. Mm-hmm. And being clear about that. Hey, I'm really busy right now. And I'm I'm really into this. So I'm going to be working on this for a while. But I just wanted and, you to know. And again, that's moving towards something. See, so I mean, you know, we started talking about leaving, walking away from, but you're moving towards something in every moment. And I think that's what helps you stay from like a negative perspective. Yes. To a positive Yes. Experience of it. I like it. What are you walking towards? Not what are you leaving, but what are you walking towards? Oh, I like it. That's a winner. Ding, ding, ding. And on that what note. What are you walking towards? Right? <laughs> on that note, I really, what, what are you walking toward? Answer that for yourself today. We challenge yeah. you. What are you walking towards right now? What are you walking towards? And we'd love to hear your responses. So tag us if you decide to post about it or share. Yeah. We would love to hear hear what that is. And if you love these conversations, this kind of uh, conversation about growth and the spiritual side of things and evolving, then you would love to join the Spiritual Evolution Collective. And there is more information about that on our website at www.adventureswithspirit.com. This is what we talk about. This whole season is what we talk about. And we don't and we don't just talk about it. We, we practice it. We practice it and we also work through it all together as a group. Mm-hmm. Not doing With it the on different your own. tools and mm-hmm. techniques and all the things you need to to get that support. But oh, I really like it. What are you walking towards on this part of your adventure? Thanks for joining us, y'all. We'll see you next time. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventures with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. 
Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to subscribe to our newsletter, submit a question, check out classes, and schedule your own personal reading with us. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures with Spirit Official for more inspiring content. Until next time, let spirit guide your adventure.